RJA Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Procore Radio. It is me, the Dowager of Table Night, and my good, beautiful coochie that put that in the mirror to make sure it was still there. Me, Just X Henry, with my fellow co-host, Black Word. What's up? It's the scribe of Table Dusk here for your first nude episode. That's right. We're all coming to you mostly naked, except for Vontae, because he got shit to do. Um, It's sensual, it's loving, and we are a family. Welcome to our temple. Also, our other co-host, who is fully dressed, boo! Boo! (laughs) (laughs) Peacekeeper. (laughs) The wind god. (laughs) so your reasons here table day um they failed to mention that um for the past like six shows i've been laying in the bed with no shirt on no clothes on and they they want to acknowledge the one time that i'm actually fully dressed right now yes bitch you don't make a big deal about it like we do But I did give them the luxury of opening this one button up on this shirt so they can see. Can we get a second one. We can see your. I, I do. Come on, come on, chest <laughs> We see titty slut. So, so okay, so you know what? I, I'm showing them a little titty. I'm gonna give a little cleavage, but that's all they getting from me right now. I got stuff to do. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and of course, let his lovely Omega God penis breathe in the poor alpha air. Uh, I, uh, it's Dr. Showtime. I, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Big Poppy Showtime. Um, <laughs> did you just pivot from soft top to hard top? Yeah, I did. Um, it's Big Poppy Showtime. I am the leader of the Great Ring, um, representing Table Dawn. Thank you. And in no specific order, we are doing Death of the Mutants number two, Marauders number six, Immortal X Men number six, New Mutants number twenty nine, and Wolverine number twenty four. How do you guys are- listen to us? I have to ask that question real quick. We are <laughs> mad men. Like, what the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> We are underprepared every show. <laughs> underprepared, overwhelmed. We just show up for vibes, honestly, at this point. Yeah, in, like in fairness, I actually did pull up what's coming out next week before we started the episode. So, you know, we're prepared. Literally, <laughs> the shit we need to do for this show is so bare minimum and we never do it. It's because we're professionals, you know, in our actual career. It's what we do on right. a daily basis. It's a lot. Oh, I don't get off work until nine o'clock at night. It's, it's great. Half the time we we be uh, recording, and I'll be lighting up a blunt. Exactly, I got blunt. I'll be pouring a glass of wine. Oh, and shout outs to Princess Diana. <laughs> yes, love her down. Shout out to the Princess mutant queen. Diana. Shout out to the queen. The mutant queen. queen. I hope you gave her. Someone check on Betsy Braddock. Check on Betsy. The queen is dead. Oh my God, Betsy, how are you, girl? Oh my God. So that's your cousin, that me, right? Tell me in continuity, Queen Elizabeth was against Krakoa's sovereignty. Burn, bitch. <laughs> Ooh. Mm. 
You know, we say bad things about the hole, but we know holes deeper. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder if they'll change it to Charles in the uh, in the comic. I hope. Teeny Howard, if Teeny, if you give us an issue of Betsy reacting to the death of the Queen, I will forgive the entirety of the last (laughs) last nights of Express. Teeny does not currently have an announced book in the X office. Mm-hmm. She just Aww. wrapped up the last book that she had that was announced so far. We don't know if she has anything else for the X office. Good. I think she might want to just go focus on some original works. I think some artists should definitely. Um, to to me, if you get into a big two book now, I'm just like, that's nice. What about your original works? How good are those? Are those anything people care about? Um, at least that's how the attitude I have towards DC prints, like Milestone. There was shade in that, but um Oh no, there was there was definitely shade. There's but I will clear say shade. that um I have enjoyed everything that Stephanie Williams has had to put out um about Nubia and now that she will be on the Wakanda book. Well, Love Stephanie her. is my sibling at my agency, so we have the same agent. So I know she can only do great things. She does great writing on those books. Stephanie does no wrong. Mm-hmm. And if, if, Stephanie, a, if Stephanie a good artist, she's coming over to Marvel, so, you know, she should. She needs to, because she, she, she deserves a better artist. She's a great writer. She deserves better artists to compliment her work. Yeah, I think she's, she's doing... Who's the artist that's going to be on Wakanda? Is it... Let's see. Aurora the Storm by Stephanie Williams. I know right now. Oh no, I can't even talk about that. Never mind. I almost said something that almost fucked my career up. Oh, yep, shut up! <laughs> I'll tell right. you after. <laughs> mm. But you were saying, um, power bottom, Henry. Oh, I, I just hope that whoever, like whoever, I hope she has a great artist with her because her work is phenomenal. But I think DC undercuts it with crappy artists. They do. And it's a shame. I feel like the Amazons need more respect than that because the Amazons are kind of like really unspoken as one of the, as far as like the DC families go. Um, everyone knows at this point, DC only shines when the family does. Like the Artemis book, I haven't finished it, but while I was reading so far, that book is great. It actually, it was actually really fucking good. It was mm-hmm. actually intriguing about why Artemis did what she did. I'm caught up on most of the uh, Wonder Woman universe outside of Wonder Woman. Because we love powerful pussies, that's why. Yeah, I don't do. I don't know what it is, but I'm not reading the main Wonder Woman book. I'm reading all of the auxiliary Wonder Woman yeah. stuff. <laughs> is Diana's gay brother going to get a storyline anytime soon? Let's, we're not. <laughs> Jason is dead. We'll just let that we, be. We're going to leave Jason where he is. No, because we don't need what? to leave now. Steven Universe doesn't get its own original series. <laughs> I'm the male Amazon. I'm, a, I'm so special. I'm when so that story that, like, was Wonder told Girl during Girl the New 52, we, they could have kept it then. We we didn't need it. Listen, if you're gonna give us a gay a gay person, a male person in an all female lineup like that, we gotta make them as queer as possible. Steven Universe only works because he's soft. You know, he's cunty. He'll give you a dress moment every once in a while, or like the male Slayer during the uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer comics. Uh, they he he's a full on he's a full fat gay all right 
He's a bad okay. A without the B. Uh, Dark Side has an Amazon daughter. Uh, that was enough for me. I'm done. Oh, Grail. I thought you said Oh, Girl, but Oh, Grail. <laughs> Same oh, yeah. thing. Oh, oh Girl, Grail. Uh, oh, 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 all the games are about to be called Grail now. See, you did that. Grail. <laughs> I feel like if your series doesn't have any cunty females, it just won't work. Um, we right. need an old girl moment every once in a while. You know, even, you know, even if you if your character's the Abigail brand, we'll put up with it for a little bit. <laughs> for a little bit. Who is we? Well, you have a lot more hate in your heart than I do. Because we don't like we don't like characters with um uh Nissan Ultima haircuts. Oh, wow. or like tragic mulatto storylines. Yeah. The sh- it's the sunglasses, I think. Something about that just brings out the essence of bitch all around her. She's she's the mixed race girl that forgets that she's that half of her race is black. She's giving Rihanna in her worst era. I'm not black, I'm biracial. Okay, girl. Girl gotta start reading. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we we're doing uh Death of the Mutants first. Yes. Not to take your job from you, Henry. No, it's fine. As MC of this mutant um ball. So judges, your scores. Oh wait, I actually have to look at this again. Um, I say, I, I, ooh. It's so difficult to judge Death of the Mutants because it really just complements everything else happening that week. I give it a nine. Which is good storytelling. I give it a nine and a half. I give it a nine. I'm not sure why I'm not giving it a ten. I just... The artwork artwork takes me out of it every time. (laughs) I was gonna say it, I don't know what it is about this artwork that I just don't I I, I don't know yeah. what it is. It's like it's like water paint. Oh no! Yeah, I'm I'm gonna but, give it a nine, but it's the artwork that throws me off. Also, yeah. so I, I I'll give it a I'll give it an eight. Yeah, it's a nine and a half. It's not. The storytelling was great. Like I love yep. the exchanges between I, I, Team Crow, Team Crow. I love him. Love him. Yeah, Crow goes off. Yeah, I love him. And that's um, why Emma wants to give him some pussy too. Like yeah. Emma, you can tell. Like that Emma actually, she was really like intrigued with him talking his games. Like, he's right. like oh, you can tell. Like talk. she, she, she was like, oh, I'm about to diamond up on your ass. Listen, <laughs> right. listen. Sometimes you give ugly niggas some pussy. Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes they talk too well. You just you know what? Sometimes the ugly niggas give the best dick. Yeah, I think Crow will fuck the shit out of her. Yeah, they got like, something to prove. Yeah, so there goes our first sex related topic. Listen, Showtime, you're not beating those allegations with your uh with your brother. Like <laughs> we do just talk about sex mostly. <laughs> oh well. Yeah, yeah Crow could yeah. get this pussy. I, and I know his face. I know it's uncut because I, I know I know that I know that dick is deviated. Ooh. Mm. Right. deviation. <laughs> What the fuck? I know that dick is deviated. Deviate my pussy, daddy. Deviate my pussy. Yes, I deserve. Go through Macro Gates. I'll show you a good time. 
Listen, mm. listen, Henry, you didn't read the Eternals comics. You didn't see Cersei talking her cash shit. Cersei was like, I'll break Crow. I can't date him. And like Crow was like, some men want to be broken. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, like, like, Crow, my type of nigga. Said, Cersei, call your bluff. Bluff, you got to prove it to him. You got to. I'm going to be wrong for saying this, but Crow could come to the cookout. <laughs> yeah, I think Crow would give me vaguely black coating. I don't know why. Yeah. He's very much Piccolo energy. He's very, he's very Billy D. Williams in the seventies, and I like that for him. It's very, it's, it's very like, the, like it's Chuck Turner black exploitation. It's <laughs> all the makes, best qualities of Xavier and Charles and right. Crow, and like I feel like that makes him eligible to be on the Quiet Council, um, but that's just me. <laughs> I, I really, I really technically want. Mutant. He is so technically they somehow allowed. have. A proto X gene somehow. Oh. Maybe an honorary seat. Just let him come to the meetings and like give his insights and like you know bounce. He could be so on. He can sit up there with Cipher. Kinda, but also like there's like roles in councils like this that you have the power to call a vote, but you have no power to vote. Like you can make them come to judgment about things, and like some councils have things like that as part and of their diplomatic and, system. And they're smart. He should be on table night with Fisher King. Yeah. Yeah. Because he'll make a good he'll make a good rock eye. I mean, he gets might get the opportunity seeing as all the deviants passed, which right. I know that got to the Eternals ass. <laughs> Each I mean, and every like one the of first, the deviants passed. And he'd be like the first deviant on the council, wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would be. They let a Krakoan on the council. They let two Krakoans on the council. Yeah. Let. <laughs> Correction. Let. <laughs> Actually, they did let because um, Aura Serrata is the one who determines the winner of the uh, Circle Perilous. It was, I would say that for it. Magneto, maybe, but Storm, there was no need to discuss that. Like, there was nothing against the law or the rule. But, um, but if, if she had broken a law or a rule in the midst of that battle, winning or not, she would not have been permitted to become part of the Great Ring. I don't know. I think my sis earned hers. She took it. It was hers she to did. be taken. She did, but she earned it, and then Aura Serrata was cool with it. Yeah, but if Aura Serrata can't beat your ass, what can she really do about it? <laughs> I mean, Aura Serrata can't erase you from existence. Mm. She, can't, she can't erase you. Aura doesn't erase disagree. You. Say the same thing. <laughs> He's an eternal. Yeah, but he's still the power works on all all people. It's like her power is weird. I really wish they would also he's, break it down. Speaking of which, I found out what the fuck famine's power is. What is famine's power? Hydrokinesis. And the way we see it is like some really vague moment. Like when he's like talking to um Saturnine, he like levitates, like he makes a board that you can see the see other events in, and it's made of water. And like in the battles, he's manipulating the water around him to slice people. But it's not clear, but he's hydrokinetic, I guess. Well, his mother's so they uh, have uh, is chlorokinetic. chlorokinetic. They have a and plant his sister bitch, is pyrokinetic, so it makes... A fire bitch, a water nigga, a death stare nigga. And famine, who just makes you sick. Sickening. She's sickening. A play. But she is. Whatever the hell you want to call apocalypse. I fuck with pestilence. I don't know why. She just got the vibes with her. 
She has a bad bitch vibe. I don't know why. It's just famine. I mean, pestilence just, she gets it. <laughs> it's the, it's the, it's the, 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 the diadem crown thing. It's that. Something about that just says high fashion. Oh, I'm still over here um, subscribing to the Tarnus Iska's son. Uh, I know. <laughs> you got so popular. If people came across your your uh, your family tree. <laughs> it's your handwritten family tree. It started squirting. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Tarnus Iska's son. No, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, it's as believable as Ashake being Iska and um, Genesis' sister. Uh, I mean, both things were on my family tree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That made me fight for that pitch, too. People do not want that to be true. They fight that pitch every single time. Say, so like, I'm tired of it storms Ashake's family being, like, associated with everything. And I'm like, yeah. He says, everything in Africa doesn't relate to Aurora's family. I'm like, yeah, but, like, why can't it? Why can't it? Why does I she say it's possible. Why does she have to be tied to the Wakandans when she came from an equally royal line herself? Hmm? Hmm? Do just better. as much, if not more, mm-hmm. magic. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Put that in your pipe and smoke that crack. Uh, hmm. so, <laughs> um, there's also I like the opening for this book a lot because I I don't care being in that I have my MFA in creative writing. I appreciate like using like the writer's like lived experiences most likely to illustrate points. And like just seeing Mimitar, Mimitar, like literally just having conversations with people and being cool as fuck and like saying, I want to be a poet when I grow up, even though she's like 10,000 years old. <laughs> Casually just, you know, <laughs> talking to Cole. Like, nigga, if you don't relax. I wonder if I've ever got texted by a fucking thing from the hex before you know you got you know you definitely have i feel like i've been like thirsty after by politicians on twitter before you don't know who's behind any of these faces accounts right that's what I, you think Chad. one thing i think that was like that we kind of just didn't talk about was like how all the eternals just went through their own um how fastos and makari got uh judged Mm-hmm. And Ajax and Icarus have been put on hold, but the thing is interesting that like Circe didn't tell Icarus the truth about that they didn't tell the humans about resurrection. All right, so that's the Eternals tie-in. So in the Eternals, Circe told a big lie that she said that um, basically whoever Icarus told about the eternal resurrection because he was going to do it. He was going to put it on front news. He was going to do what Cyclops did, basically, because he is a Cyclops. Mm-hmm. He was going to tell humans everywhere that Eternals are a threat to you. Every time we die, one of you has to die so that we can come back. Um, but then Cersei was like, oh, no, if you ever did... She paid um, Jack of Spades. It's Jack of Spades, right? Jack of Knives. Jack of Knives. It's the same thing, but I just like Jack of Spades better. Um, Jack of Knives was like, if you, whoever you walk in and tell, I'm going to kill them. And I will keep killing everybody you tell um, because that's my job. I was told to do it. And it turns out she wasn't, like, they weren't, like, Cersei was paying them to do it. It wasn't any type of eternal mandate. No one was in charge of it. Cersei has been running that the entire time. That musty banged bitch. Exactly. 
but it's like she seemingly has good reason for it. Cersei of all people understands that like yeah, she fucks with the Avengers and yeah, she likes being a hero, but like there's a reality to everything. She's very much Emma Frost mm-hmm. about it. Um, but she lied to Icarus and she told him that like, you know, you can't, you've discovered this before and they have. It turns out they've been rediscovering that they've been killing humans for over like 10,000 years. And it's just that every time they find out because Zerus knows that they will go and snitch, he wipes their memory every single time. But she's the only one who has remembered it because Zerus is like, at the end of the day, you will save yourself. And so you might feel bad about it, but you won't do shit about it. So Um, that's the lie that Icarus is referring, is learning about. Like the eternal, the uh, celestial is like, I'm letting you know right now that Cersei has been lying to you. So it sounds very Charles, Emma, and Scott to me. Mm -hmm. That Zerus is Charles, Cersei is Emma, and Icarus is Scott. It's funny how these, like, there's a lot of parallels between mm-hmm. the X-Men and the Eternals. It may be different in certain ways, but it's like they, it's, it's kind of like the same thing, especially when it comes down to resurrection and then the truth about, you know, if one Eternal dies, a human has to die. So they're Which both going through yeah, go ahead. I was just saying they're both going through similar situations. But it's also why, like, when Druid was like, yeah, we have to get rid of the mutants because they have excess deviation. Bitch, why are you throwing stones in a glass house? And you should because be the issue that you have with, with the mutants is the same problem that the Eternals have. Cut your shit out. And now y'all <laughs> gonna be judged by everybody, and I'm pretty sure all of the Eternals are going to be judged as uh, as fail. And he's sitting up there shaking because he's worried about him being judged next, so he can't say too much. Pussy. And it's important that Fossil's pass. Fossil's caused the entire issue that happened in the Eternals run. Like, he caused all that shit, but then it came down to the root of it. Like, he was doing it for a good reason. He found out about, like, the issues in the machine. He's like, we're killing humans every time we die. And I couldn't tell y'all because literally, I, I couldn't. <clears throat> you guys have to see for yourself. I've been trying to fix the system from inside since Jump. And he's the only person who's been willing to do that. Like, I fuck with Fastos. I do. Adam to the Avengers, and I'll read it. We love Daddy Fastos. I wouldn't read an Avengers book to save my life. I'm so sorry. But then we'll have, like, how many black people? We only got one black person on the Avengers right now, and that's T'Challa. I think Fastos and T'Challa will be good friends. Maybe. I think Fastos would find some sort of issue with T'Challa. I don't know. Actually, I feel like Fastos probably... My headcanon is that Fastos knew the first Black Panther. I think Fastos would get along better with Blue Marvel than he would with T'Challa, because T'Challa and Blue Marvel don't get along. They just make black characters res- not like each other too much for my taste. They respect no each reason. other, but they they respect one another, but they don't like each other. It's like when Sam and uh Iron Patriot did not like each other in Civil War. Yes, I forget. Rhodey. Rhodey. Oh, I was like, who? <laughs> Rhodey. I'm sorry. Brody and Sam didn't like each other in the first Both Civil War movie. Cool. 
Both of them are coons, yes, but they were they were hating each other for their for their their white best friends, and it was just weird. Very much when Tag and Prodigy didn't like each other, and you're just like, right? This looks like five black people at the school. Just get the fuck over it. And one of them right. doesn't talk, and the other one is invisible. None of you know about her. <laughs> I don't know. It was a good book, Mimitar. Um, you will always be famous. Even as you're incinerating mutants. So the mm-hmm. Hex, Mother Phoebe Reginex, which I basically think means that she's the leader of the Hexes, um, Mother of Monsters and Magic. So how do we feel knowing that the Eternals covered a weakness that the X-Men have not since the inception well, of their island? Well, the Eternals were created the concept of the eternals was that they were divinely created that's their concept whether mm-hmm. that be true or not but they were divinely created so divinity is going to think through all forms of defense whereas humanity and in this instance it's <clears> going to be mutanity whatever um mutanity mutant them Thank you. Mutant them. Um, only thought through that defense partially. And when they had Apocalypse, he was there as their sort of magic defense. But Celine would be so much better because they got ta- they got attacked twice by two magic niggas. Wanda the first time, and they couldn't do shit about that. And then Celine the second time. And both times they had to trick both of them bitches to undo their fucking spells. What else are y'all gonna do against magic? Yeah, so many candidates. Y'all can have beasts do it. Um sickening, I know, but he was a passable sorcerer. Um magic can really get double down on her training of the sorcerers on the island. Um, you know, just because you have a bad X gene, like not a bad, a bad gift, uh, doesn't mean you're useless. Just be a sorcerer. That's what Doctor that's what Doctor Strange does. He can't do much else. You're right. Um, There's so many opportunities. Madeline could also be helpful, but you know that she would never help these niggas. <laughs> she might help. The only person she would help out is Cable, and now Magic. You know that's how homegrown now. She would she help Cable good. at this point. She has a good relationship with Cable. Not socially, but like it's very much better than Mystique is with, is with Nightcrawler. Well, that bar is in hell. That bar is in hell. But she won't let someone like murder her child if she can prevent it. <laughs> that was a triple entendre. That was a if you guys didn't catch that, um, that one joke hit three different points. So <laughs> you know, I need y'all to understand the nuances of that humor. You know, not all We're y'all be X Men. The deviants by throwing a big ass box of an excess deviant. Smart idea. Okay, girl. Crow, Crow be thinking. Crow, Crow was in school. Crow learned things. All right, girl. Before we get um, an additional thirty minutes per fucking book, because we have seventy three books to get through today, do we have anything else about Death of the Mutants? Um, Death to the Eternals. Icarus wasn't wrong. Um, Emma, get you some of that um deviant dick as much as you can. Oh, 
That's all I got. So, speaking of getting dick, do we want to go to Marauders or Immortal X Men next? This is Immortal X Men next. Okay. Judges, your scores 10. Definitely 10. 10. Victory again for Immortal X Men. Oh, girl, you are a beautiful child. Oh, tens every single vote. Like, characterization of each character on the council has been fucking amazing so far. I mean, all of like every like I don't think it's yes. been an issue that they've dropped that hasn't it it has it hasn't reached expectations. Like everything that they've done from Exodus to Sebastian to Destiny, like. I mean, it wasn't a whole lot of action going on, but the storytelling behind each character has been fucking awesome. And even with Sebastian Shaw, that this bitch ass nigga, like he's like I liked I liked his background. I hated the fact that he burnt one million dollars at his daddy's grave because um that that you get like we struggling we we're struggling over here and like, I couldn't <laughs> have been in the graveyard because you would have gave you I would have begged you for a grand at least. <laughs> And this this nigga rolled up on this fucking monster ass nigga and was like, "I'm just gonna burn all of my clothes off and just be naked. I don't give a fuck. I'm fucking this nigga up." They have the He's audacity to, to give him fine white man bonding. We didn't deserve that. Don't confuse us. We know he's a horrible person, though. I did prefer him when he was in the Five Lights, but he was amnesic, so that doesn't count. Now, when this nigga pulled up and was like, I'll give you the business deal, and then he was with fucking Star Fox. Not the business deal. They they put that store in the side. (laughs) Storm just shrugged. It was the funniest thing ever because you know she had better things to fucking do. (laughs) But I do like that they're tying in um, Mother Righteous to... Celine somehow give uh-huh. us give us a, a thing I, that needs to be a, that whatever that same. is it needs to be a thing. Sorry, that was the I same thought... ritual that um, Celine used, wasn't it? That Sebastian Shaw used to summon her, summon Mother Right. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yep. He recycled her ritual, yeah, her ritual space, which is a thing you can do. Um. Kieran Gillen is writing the shit out of this fucking book. He needs his dick sucked. From the back. He needs his dick sucked. And he's bi, too. Okay. he's married. I was going to say I was going to do it. I was going to say I was going to do it. I didn't say that that was a preventative. It just means that, you know, he may or may not be um, with the shits. I was about to say, raise I, your hand if you never fucked a married man. I, I, and I'll, I'll show you a liar. I have not. I, 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 <laughs> wow. I, or if I did, I didn't know about it. <laughs> Listen, I used to be like, I see your ring, I'm going to walk away. I've seen a ring and just went, not my business. Now, Vata, hey, she needs someone to testify. I'm going to help you get that money, sis. Now, Vata, yeah. you're my good girlfriend, and I love you, but you live in the South. You fucked a married You fucked a married nigga. Did, it wasn't something I knew about, because I I know I was... No, I knew. Pocubine. No, absolutely not. I've been a whole Jezebel in the house with the pictures <laughs> of the baby and the, um, and no. the wife and everything. 
I've said, yo, why fuck you like yo, this before? I, oh, oh, shit. No, I, have, I swear to God, I have never done that. If I did, I did not know about it. <laughs> hey, I've been the one that's been, means. I've been the one that's had to be quiet uh, while uh, they were on the phone with their wife while I had my dick in their hole. Yeah. Wow. wow. He never, that's wow. the interest. They never want wow. you to stop. Wow. Wow. I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm taking. Shh, it's my wife. I'm, Meanwhile, I'm I am still shit. fucking you, sir. <laughs> so, it's my wife. Then you I'm better be as quiet as possible. Wow. Like, what, like, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I can't believe you thought you didn't. I, like, like, I didn't know about it. You definitely knew. As soon as you walked, like, I can't host. And you're 38? In fairness, I don't host. But that's Yeah, but you have better reasons, to. It's like, you know, it's like I can't host and also visibly queer versus I can't host. And I have a Facebook account and I don't have any information in the bio. And <laughs> that gets on my fucking nerves. I'd be like, girl, first off, if you think I'm going to meet up with you and I have no idea what you look like, you're sorely mistaken. And these days, everything's a sex trafficking scheme. So, <laughs> right. And also, if you only send me a picture of your asshole or your dick or anything the fuck else that's not your face, guess what? I'm also not meeting up with you. Because it's not just a safety thing. What if you're ugly and I arrive? I'm turning around, wasting right. gas. I don't, want, I don't want to sexually assault myself, as one of my friends say. Like, I don't want to be in a situation with a nigga that I don't know what they work with or what they... I didn't see everything. I didn't see a dick. I didn't see everything. Because if I get to your dick <laughs> little, your feelings going to be hurt. If I get your social security number, I'm going to get that, too. Yeah. I, uh, the fuck? fuck. All right, but I, I need wanna, to know what your face looks like for real, for real. No, honestly, I'm really big into big pretty faces. Nico called that out to me. He said, Steven, every guy like looks different, but I can see in their face they're really, really attractive. Like the soft features you like. I'm like, yeah, I'm consistent. I like pretty faces. I'm a poet. I'm sorry. I'm not actually sorry. I lie. I lie, lie a lot. You lie a lot. Just I'm like destiny. Right. You lie, yo. So, uh, speaking of speaking of destiny, how do we feel about the progenitor reading her the way he did? <laughs> oh, he got to oh, her he, ass. He read her. He read her like she reads everybody else. Wear her down. She says, "You're." Let's see how clairvoyant stacks up next to omnipotence, baby. Let's what? let's compare notes. Um, I wanted to call action. Uh, the graph that tabled also because that read was bad and also appearing as Mystique who's the only person who can judge her most was bad um, and her trying to go like I would do it again if it had to be between me and someone else and the progenitor being like oh no baby I completely agree with you what you did wasn't that the problem why did you lie about your gift why do you lie about your gift your gift is so sacred right why are you lying about it why do you? I would argue that Destiny's gift is more useful than Idol's gift is, and they have the same gift. I always remind people, not exactly. Um, possibility and like this graph, Killian is trying to make sure you niggas all understand how her power works, right? <laughs> because she's like, literally, here's a graph, all right? She sees possibilities, she does not see like full on transactions. So she knows, like, for the future that I want, 
these specific events need to happen for me to get that outcome. Um, I can see within the immediate possibility of like in the room what's going to happen because there's only of all the choices you could you would make. There's only a certain amount of choices you could make, and so I know exactly what you're going to do. Like I know if you're going to pick up a gavel, um, but based on like your choices of action, that's a bit more nuanced. That depends on psychology. Um, Idol sees absolutes. That's less clairvoyant. She's more omnipotent. You can't break omnipotence. You can break possibilities. You can just make sure something else like, that's in the realm of possibilities happening has to happen. Like, for the future she wants, she has to let Mystique die. That's the thing going on. It's not that she just doesn't see her in those futures. She just knows, for me to get what I need, Mystique has to die, and I can't tell her that. That's low-key what she's talking about there. Uh, a progenitor is talking about right there is that he's referring to the fact that you are lying to Mystique that she will live in the future that you guys both want. And that's why Mystique can judge her. Can't trust these bitches. It's sad. <laughs> exactly. Pussy lie too. Um, when um, Sebastian got judged by Emma and he was like, girl, I don't even take that seriously. I was like, oh. <laughs> so yeah, I hate Emma, but like, if she's gonna be the one that judges me, so was so, he was pissed. I don't so know what to tell Emma y'all. Y'all need to be the kids because we all know that Emma loves the kids and those look like kids. So those those are the kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. those look like the Genosian kids. The kids she failed. The hypocrisy okay. of Emma Frost basically is that she does it for the kids, yeah, but here are all the kids she failed. Yeah, it looked like the kids from the Genosian massacre is what it looked like. Some of them were. Let, let Vontae speak, please. <laughs> no, I'm good. sorry. I, I kind of got that when Sebastian kind of mentioned it. It's like, oh, he, I mean, she thinks everything that she does is for the kids, and then she went through whatever. So I kind of pieced that together. I just wanted to be sure. Yeah. I was trying to say. And then the next thing we see is Sebastian's um, big pink dick <laughs> on the next page. It wasn't just. The Genosian kids. There's some um, kids from the M-Day um, genocide, and there's also a lot of Massachusetts Academy kids. It's all the kids. Why would they draw Kate so, like, bad bitch in this um, am on the same page? Where I know, right? Emma's being... Cunty. Right, she looks like the baddest bitch ever, and, you know, Kate is usually just... She's a tomboy, so she just be there. And that's the thing. She's not a tom- She never used to be a tomboy. It's the weirdest thing. They can't... I don't think they know how to characterize Kitty anymore. <laughs> She's giving, like, butch lesbian instead of, like, femme adjacent. I don't know. Maybe they want to show her being, contour. like, fluid in her style. Maybe that's how they're trying to characterize her. Because one minute she'll be like... Maybe her characterization <laughs> is that she can't decide shit. <laughs> that part. <clears throat> I'm Sprite. <laughs> Look at my roller skates. Oh, also, they made it very clear that Exodus is gay as shit. He's I have to save dick. my boyfriend. I love you. Um, he was like, Gary, Garrington. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. 
Carrington, my love. I do too. I love that for him. LGBT. I love that. Your neighbor is LGBT too. Oh, this faggot. Um, all right, let me go ahead and kill this fucking thing because next thing that y'all are gonna see is me and Leland um dicking each other down. Sebastian said this is why I voted against gay rights. But be a whole sissy himself. Right. Mm-hmm. Sebastian's like, you sissies are gonna be the death of us. Girl, let's hurry, get this man up out here so we get going. Like I swear, if, if they if, if Sebastian didn't if Sebastian wasn't weighing the cost of X's abilities and the value in his ability, she'd be like, Oh yeah, let her die. Ooh, let that faggot <laughs> die. <laughs> yeah. Let her die. If I wasn't <laughs> sure you could also come back to life. <laughs> Sebastian was the only nigga that was like, I can just walk into this fire and it's not going to do anything to me. The rest of you, it might hurt. Me? Isn't, isn't Harry Styles playing Star Fox in the yeah. MCU? Yeah. Star Fox, yeah. Um, he is. Yeah. Is it? Yes, he is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Harry Styles. Harry Styles yeah. Star Fox. Because they, they try to make him look more like him and it's starting to get a little weird and I noticed it in the book and I was just like... Yeah. Mm. Somewhat, but there's also aspects of like they're literally drawn from desire from Sandman. Like a fucking slut. <laughs> yeah, but this book oh. actually gave me much more. Um, I I've never been a big Sebastian Shaw character. I mean, character a fan of uh, his character, but it gave a little bit more insight, especially like about him and his dad and him throwing a million dollars at his grave. Like, it's like it made him. More of a likable person, despite being yeah. a horrible person. I wouldn't even say he was likable here because he didn't feel likable. It humanized him more. It gave him dimensions. Than, like when he walked yeah. into that meeting, he was like, "I'm gonna do." Like he talked about, like, "Oh, everyone asked me how I feel about the sent, like putting money into Sentinels. I felt like I should have got more money out of it. Like I really think I could have hammered that deal out and gotten more from it." And to, for him to finally cut a deal is go like maybe it should be for the children because he was so convinced that Emma is just like him, and that's his main battle with her is to prove that like I'm gonna stay myself, and you're gonna be honest with everyone and tell everyone who the fuck you are. Um, and it turns out like no, Emma actually is like that. You've always had her wrong. Um, right. And if Emma can do that, can do everything you're doing and have a different care about her than you do. That maybe there's something wrong with you. But isn't he right? I thought it was the gonna fact be Shinobi. Partnering with a rapist but says also... Well, correction. He's partnering with the Eternals version of himself. Mm-hmm. But, what, but I wonder, like, I wonder, does he know well, that he's a rapist? Well, Shaw's a rapist too. He wouldn't care. He's a, a he's a he's an abuser. Right. Oh, well, we beats women. He definitely beats women. He's a child sex trafficker, also. Like Let's never forget Sebastian Shaw and his worst. The only mutant villain that is worse than Sebastian oh, Shaw is the them. Fenris twins. But Maybe the Shadow King every once in a while, but we now got clarification that, you know, Amat, that wasn't him. <laughs> he was like, that, that other Paul. Shadow nigga was in me nope. doing weird shit. He was a weirdo, baby. Yeah, I don't know half the things totally I was doing. Different things. And also, isn't Sebastian Shaw doing like selling, doing, no, doing that, but okay. doing business with Orcus? Because I thought he said he was selling to them with through the shell company. Yeah. Through a shell company. Okay. Yeah. He is. He's hedging his bets. Um, which I would say is a bad idea, but also like it gives 
Kakoa some level of access to Orcus in any level. So like it's mm-hmm. it's a usable weakness, basically. And quietly they already have access, but they don't realize that they have access because the bitch, the mulatto bitch, the tragic mulatto bitch that's on Orcus. Storm's gonna handle her soon. And Sinister's um Dr. Stasis clone. They have multiple. There's so many things Orcus. going on in Krakoa right now. <laughs> um, I really wanted to pay attention to the graph though. Because this is a discreet like characterization moment that Destiny is pointing out of like, how everyone votes. And I especially love that no matter what in here, Storm would be absent for the vote. Storm would be absent. Sinister absent. Um, and how everyone votes changes. She's like, Colossus's vote will still be a 1% to 2% for a yes. So it's never going to happen. Uh, because Russia is still in the crossfires. Whether or not that's Mikhail voting like that or not, it doesn't matter. Um, Hope's votes changes if the minimization of harm is done, but it's still a hefty percentage. Uh, Charles I like that Destiny, persuades a lot of people. Yeah, Charles persuades almost every goddamn body. The mm. vote about Mystique, though, was... I felt like the juiciest thing in here because they're like, Mystique is most likely to vote um, no on something that kills the least amount of humans. And Destiny literally having the side eye the fuck out knowing that now and going like, I love her. The bitch is fucking crazy. <laughs> the bitch is psychotic. So like, I, love I don't know. Death, but like, I, 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 like, I don't... I, I just saying it. She was like, it's important to note here that telling Mystique the truth about how violent it is makes her want to do it more. <laughs> like the bitch is psychotic, is giving Lucius. She married Cookie, you gotta leave Lucius. Gotta leave Lucius, Cookie. Gotta put you first. Gotta put you first. I put me first, Lucius. <laughs> I gotta put me first. <laughs> oh god great issue is now Sebastian is Sebastian gonna come back and sorcerer um, no but Amiibo gets upgraded like a Banshee got upgraded um so what, what I don't think he'll he be upgraded I think he'll just be using Mother Righteous as like a tool that allows him to access magic so I swear he's gonna bring back Celine cause I was like oh he's doing Celine's like external back. ritual to bring her back um, nah, Mother Righteous. I, for one, hope he becomes a sorcerer. Um, just off the strength that that does shore up some of the weaknesses, but also it creates more drama because if he is a sorcerer connect for Krakoa, they need him. Mm-hmm. There's no more disrespect, there's no more bad, not bad talking to him. They need him. There's right. no more, let's paralyze this. Nigga I would like because... to see how that would be. A... There's no more. Let's jump this nigga. <laughs> Paralyze him and tell him to shut the fuck up. Because he'd be able to, like, if he, he would be more capable of going up against more magical opponents, I think, and absorbing their abilities. I think that's how that would work, too. Can he, can he absorb magic as it is? It's never been tested. I don't think it's ever been tested. Because does Bishop have the ability to absorb magical energy? 
I believe so. Bishop is a more powerful energy absorber than um. I say he's more powerful, like less powerful than Bishop because he can only convert it to one kind of energy. Like he absorbs it, but he converts it. But as Bishop can release it back out as as it as the energy it started as. It's hmm. Yeah. They both store. And but absorb. Bishop is able to do a lot more, especially like um, with like psychic energy or whatever. Like I think he was able to perform like a telekinetic stunt or something. Like he moved a truck or some shit. It says on his wiki that he can control absorb magic, but again, it's still he can only convert it to the same fuel. Like it's no there's no redirecting as magic. It's just going to be the same thing. There's no real situation where he's going to cast spells with it. Unless Mother Righteous edits him. Man, she's going to do something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All, all right, right but I think that's all we have do, for this. She's going to do something. Do we want to do Marauders or Wolverine next? Oh, let's do Wolverine. Let's be messy. I missed that one. I, 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 you see, you didn't re-Wolverine? Okay, let's do Marauders then. Eight. Let's just do Marauders. I want to do Marauders. I'll do them I all. Give Mar- oh. I give Marauders an eight. I give it an eight point five. Um, Devonta said score yet? Uh, so no, nah, I'll give it. Shit. I give it. I, I give it nine point five. I'll give it an eight. I give it nine point five. <laughs> That bitch so, Birdie needs to be in every issue. I really forward. like I the love fact her. that she is able to take like what she used with Sabretooth and the tools she used with Sabretooth and then help out the other groups um, of Marauders, which, you know, as we said before, like was stated previously in the episode, like it was like um it, it gave a lot of characterization to each character. Her performing, the, her performing the glow mm. or whatever. Like yes. I really like the fact that she was like, not necessarily like. I don't know. It was like she was walking them. It was walking them through it, but they kind of like had to figure out their their answers for themselves. So she was basically there for like support. Yeah, and I definitely yeah, think she is the um, the mm-hmm. antithesis for the progenitor. That's just how I. Um, okay, okay, speak that. Speak that Did y'all think that she's going to turn to the progenitor midway through the episode, uh, midway through the issue? <laughs> no, I actually, I actually didn't think that. I didn't think that because I noticed that they were going to go through their situations uh, about why they all, uh, what they've, all their um, judgments went. But I wish well, we got details about who failed and who didn't. That's one thing I kind of like. I think that's, that's the point, though. Because, like, 
we're not supposed to know because the whole argument is that like what project the progenitor is doing is inherently corrupted and wrong because you're judging us based on past actions that you have no right to judge us on. You weren't there. Um, and you didn't have the opportunity or the circumstances to do what we did. If we had known better in the moment, we would have did better. But like, right. judging us based on that is an inherently flawed system. And so you can't really hear. Like some people you know past, like Somnus cannot be judged for what the fuck he went through. Like that was him giving it perspective. I know everyone had issues with like Somnus being basically living an entire life in the closet. And there was raised a whole fucking shit about that. Um, for him being like kind of censored as the next queer hero in, in Marvel. Um, mm-hmm. but he made excellent points. He was like, the legacy virus was attacking one part of me, and the HIV virus, the HIV epidemic was attacking another part of me. And it felt like too much for me to really deal with. And I just decided not to deal with it at all and just provided for my family, who in the back of my mind have always knew that there might have been caveats to how much they loved me every single time they said it. Um, because they never knew. I just thought it was um, cute that Somnus was like, you forgot that like the dream shit is mine. So even if we're in somebody else's, we're still in mine. Um, I absolutely would snatch the fuck out of Northstar. He's like, oh, okay. Love that for you. <laughs> so I'm always wanted to fuck Northstar, and I'm going to. <laughs> it's just turned into a wet dream. Okay. Cool. It, I appreciated that depiction of Somnus a lot more because it wasn't like, oh, I've always looked up to this person. And like, he's like a big brother figure to me. It was an honest, weird interpretation. I was like, I looked up to him and I want to fuck him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so none of that also, ice man on, shit. No, no stop. <laughs> also, do we know who Judas Traveler is or am I just slow? He's a very, he's a very, 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 very old X-Men villain. I want to say even like a Spider-Man villain too, I think. But he's like 90s related. I like, I have like, I, I don't have my card, but like, I have like an old like clear 90-something card with him on it though. Somewhere in my storage unit in DC. Mm-hmm. He's a very old character. I'm really, when I saw him, I was like, oh, y'all running out of ideas. Let me telepaths on this damn team. Oh, it's like 83 fucking telepaths. Oh, I'm really getting tired of uh, Cassandra Nova's helmet. I don't get I don't get the aesthetic. I don't get the, it's not fashion. Yeah, I want her to just it's be like, the old bald bitch. I think it's because like, it's, it's an evil version of Xavier's helmet. <laughs> That's why she's working. It, it, it. It's, it's really like coming across like how much I hated Jean's um Marvel Girl uh costume. Let's campaign now for that to be changed because I cannot with that fucking outfit. Like I can't. It just it just looks heavy as fuck. It's like I think she just needs a new helmet. I don't disagree with a helmet moment because the parallel to Xavier needs to happen. I just yeah, I just don't like the design of it. It just looks goofy on you, sis. Yeah, you look a clown. She looks like a salamander, kind of. She's doing Salvador cosplay. She yes. looks like a it fucking, feels racist. I think Sabana like would be offended. Demonic reindeer. Yeah, like I don't like it. I don't like it. It's not fashion. Give give us the bald old bitch moment. That's cute. Definitely. Right. She looks terrifying. Let her be terrifying. That and that would bring us to the question of whether or not Xavier should be in that goddamn helmet all the time. 
Well, he's constantly doing the cerebral backups, so he would be. Yes, yes. But then now Cassandra Nova needs to wear a helmet. She can't help it. She needs to parallel him in everything he's doing. That's why she's likable right now. <laughs> yes, and ex- Exodus is a, is, uh, is a phaser. He can face through things. I hate you, you musty bitch. <laughs> it's the reason why you don't bottom because you paint every single time, Showtime. Is that yes. why? Yes. Vile, despicable slut. That's how about something that Eight makes me happy, questions? not Showtime. Quanin stabbing the shit out of Sinister on site. <laughs> oh, yeah, like... So you attacked a celestial, stuff. he shouldn't have appeared as Sinister. Period. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, did Dekin change his name to... He's now going as Fang? Did yeah. I, is that what... That's his yeah. name now, Thing, mm. Fine Thing. Mm. I fuck, I can hear up. I fuck him. <laughs> he needed a code name because um, going by his actual name was starting to like starting to get weird. It was just felt rude because Dawkins kind of a slur, isn't it? Isn't that what he was talking about? Like it's kind of like a rude thing people say about him. I, I, I don't know, but I like. I think it is. I think his name is like an offensive term. I'm gonna Google it real quick. Well, he filled out the Fang suit pretty good. I'll say that. Who am I judge? I want to fuck. It means mongrel. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, a slur. Yeah, that's like that's like calling somebody a mongoloid. That's racist. And it's because he's half. He says Kaishin. His dad's white, so that's a slur. Yeah, yeah, Fang. His name is Fang now. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. That's going to be confusing with the other Fang, but okay. Which other Fang? The one that gave him the title. <laughs> When's the last time you actually had him in conversation? When was the last time we spoke about he was, Gladiator? He was just in the last or, edition um, of Marauders. Oracle. Steven, don't or do this. Delphi. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this, Steven. Don't do this right now. What are you doing, Steven? Listen, what are you doing? Listen, all I'm saying is. There's a handful of the guardian of that whole team that we actually, you know, squad. We actually acknowledge, and it's, it's the magic one, you know, Mystic. I think her name is Mystic. Uh, it's the telepath one who's <laughs> laughable compared to every telepath in the X Men. And we might bring up the one that looks like stars and that we know likes to fuck boys. None of them are Fang. Only thing I know about Fang is that he got his ass beat by Wolverine. Oh, and that's when Wolverine stole his outfit. Yeah, stole his whole look, beat his ass, stole his look. That's the Iraqi way. Wolverine, you need to go vacation on Morocco eventually. No, please don't. I don't want. I don't want him on anything that's involving the Iraqis. I, I don't know. No, no, thank you. You don't think Logan? You didn't want Aki Hero up there, or you know, he can come. His daddy is. Yeah, not he can come. Wolverine was like, right, left, right, kick, uh, son, yeah. uh, jacket that. is tight, son. <laughs> nah, I mean, nah, run that shit, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, run that shit, bitch. Y'all yeah, I mean. Y'all yeah, I mean. <laughs> that was one of the funniest uh, parts. Shout out to Wayne's for a scary movie, too. That is one of the funniest movies of all time. <laughs> it's the greatest sequel to ever exist to anything, period. My yeah. nigga. Oh, my God. 
Yo, that jacket is tight, son. You know we what I mean? We, 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 we fell in love with Regina Hall through those movies. Everywhere so, I go, I see the same house. <laughs> Great times. Great Regina Hall did these play Emma Frost. <laughs> oh my God, that was so funny. Oh, I would die. King me. <laughs> That would be too funny. She would be put, no, she needs oh to play God, Sinister. Oh my God, I would not be able to take her seriously. <laughs> I'd be like, wait, hold on, girl. <laughs> Who are you cracking jokes on? No, because it's funny because Emma's low key a comedian. So, <laughs> with a backup dancer. I mean, that's nasty. <laughs> that's lower than the securities. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's a backup dancer. What the hell is McCoy? She, I mean, that's nasty. <laughs> right. She looks the same age, though, which is kind of scary, though. Like, she's never really aged. And that's why she's a that's perfect Emma. It's the perfect mm-hmm. Emma. And I can just hear her do a fake... I, I would tell her if I was directing that shit, do a bad, do a bad English accent this entire time until randomly midway through the movie. Just decide when you want to stop. Just do a bad English accent throughout this entire thing. Then it'll come across like um, Holly Berry's uh, quote unquote oh. Kenyan accent in the song. Uh, but Holly Berry was being serious, and that's the, the tragedy of it. But we don't do. We're not gonna do my sis. We're not gonna do Holly. They they told her to stop doing the accent halfway through the first fucking movie. But she still delivered in that one scene when she was with the senator. She says, I'm afraid of humans. You guys scare the shit out of me. <laughs> you guys are fucking frightening. Holly, Holly gave her Oscar so award winning um, talents to that movie. And they gave her nothing in the script. Brian Singer is a villain, and not just because he sexually assaults sex workers. He's and a bad also, person. And she's also the reason why we have Stormfly currently, so I can't, you know, I'm not going to fall her because she did fight mm-hmm. for her to fly because she didn't fly at all in the second X-Men. Well, the first film, really, except for when she came out the elevator, but she, I mean, like, two films, like, she went without flying. That's so wrong too. Like you don't think about it because you like he knows someone I don't can fly. So much fly as I as I throw wind at you, girl. You... And they fixed it Madam. for like the apocalypse movie because I saw in like the um the promos they explained their powers. They made sure the list flight right then and there, bold and in the middle, weather manipulation, flight, lightning generation. Let's not talk about that. Lightning generation. They love that. She can. She's also an. Yeah, ice she's machine. also ice. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my dick just got soft. I'm sorry. I just. <laughs> I, I just can't she anymore. Means- I can't. I can't. When you have Bobby right yeah. there, that you could have made that a joke with. You, you could have had kid Bobby. Bobby would have been like a teenager around that time, a young kid. You could have had a little boy run up and just like, ha ha, here's some ice, and run away. Because you know, we also didn't get Iceman as a prankster. Yeah, we didn't. Who got him as the twin brother of the guy who was in Animorphs? 
To be honest, the only character who really got served justice in these X films was Iceman. Like, they revamped his whole thing. He was less of an asshole, more like, oh, I'm the cool kid that Rogue wants to fuck. Oh, my God. She really was. And Rogue was just trash. Magneto and Charles were the only two of value. And Gene. And they, got Cyclops. They, got, they got Cyclops, right? And Scott. Yeah, yeah but actually, I feel like that movie's the reason and why Logan, we get... We get Scott as a as a cop narrative still going to to, the, to this day because I'm like he's not a cop anymore like he's actually bearable. He hasn't been a cop since the twelfth. Actually, not even just bearable. He's thoroughly enjoyable as a character now. Like I would rather read a thousand adventures of Cyclops than read one adventure of Captain America. It was agony having to entertain him in that Black Panther run issue this week. That <laughs> Negro feline bar Afro is Pat. below hell. So is the flag. Afrocat. Afrocat. Negro. Afro-cat. <laughs> that shit, I swear. Boom, I, was kitty. On, I, was in, I was on the train in tears laughing at all those scenes. I thought that shit was so racist and so funny. I was like, Only a I black person could have written that comic. <laughs> but, I thought it was because funny. if a black person didn't write that, I'd be like, oh, Marvel is being racist. But I know John Ridley wrote it. So Wait. that shit had me. John Ridley's like, isn't racism funny? <laughs> 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 it's like so sweet, he was like he was like typing like this, like <laughs> white Latino dude. That white Latino dude did um that uh did Miles at store. Oh, they ate that man alive on the internet for like a week. <laughs> He's still apologizing for that shit. I donated all my money to charity that I was paid for this. I'm like, nigga, if you were black, this would be the funniest thing. <laughs> right. Sucks to suck. Okay, so next run, what's the next issue we're doing? Um, Wolvie, Wolverine, and all the men who wants to fuck him. No, we did. Yes, Wolverine's next. Sorry. Yes, um, Rodders, you were beautiful, great gown, beautiful gown. Um, if I say anything, um, a little less telepathy, a lot more action. Because you're adding yes, another yes. telepath. Another no, one. No. <laughs> that was, that was, yeah, it's three telepaths. It, that was just a false tie-in. It was just like, let's, let's, let's just pitch the girls something to say they included as y'all showed up, but y'all really didn't add nothing to the story. No, she's going to do something. I see the merit in that letter, and, the, and I see the merit of adding her because they're like, literally, if I mean a circuit with tempo, I'll be able to, like, literally... Actually, she does an interesting and important thing. Like, her whole thing is that I can memorize the genome of every mutant that I've ever come to contact with. If you show me what's... If I can get in contact with whatever's in that box, I can be the sample that you can use to make new eggs. So all these dead mutants, it doesn't matter that we haven't backed them up, we have no genetic sample of them. I can become the genetic sample. Well, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, yeah the backstory of Cerebra and all that other stuff is great because they have, what, one, two, three, four telepaths on the team? It's Cassandra, Psylocke, Birdie and um and now Cerebra. But just like quantum be telekinetic. But they're they're all like different with the exception of Cassandra, they're all different types of telepaths. Right. Uh, Yeah. Do they have a different, slight different specializations. And I think that's the way they really need to hold in on is their specializations because I don't mind people having the same power if you just illustrate them doing it like a certain way. Like I'm happy Quanin's focusing more on being lethal. That's why I didn't like that she was the one who did the memory eraser shit last issue. 
Um, and they didn't really illustrate it properly for us to understand, like, oh, she could do it because she didn't erase the memories. She didn't repress the memories. She walked up with the dagger and cut the memories out. Um, Cassandra, big mama telepath, that's that's Xavier's sis. That's like, whatever she wants to do, she can do it. Somnus, dreams. And dreams don't really feel like telepathy neither, so that's fine. The shit he's doing... It feels like they're trying to flesh out a whole new power that just looks like it might be mm-hmm. telepathy. Cerebra, she says she's like a genetic telepath. She connects to your genome. It, it's give Tarn. It's giving Tarn. And she can she can track through your genes telepathically somehow. Like her power is weird. Now that but we have Tarn like, though, I understand more specifically why her Tarn power is, is different. Dead. Tarn is dead, but that's the Omega. She's like of one of the branches okay got you okay i I find it strange because like cerebra was never ever displayed like this in x-men 2099 like they really are like they really are like trying to make her into something where she was like a basic telepath that looked like uh that looked like she looked like a character from um from image i can't think of the person's name she's from that 90s rob lifedale era of like mutants i just i don't know I, I'm, I'm, I think they I'm, would have to update her her look. Yeah, they're gonna have, they're gonna have to do something because, like, you know, oh, you know, she's in Spider Man twenty ninety nine that's going on right now, mm-hmm. and she dies. But like, but in the thing, this is an interesting. Thing. So, the X Men of twenty ninety nine, Cable's on that team, and he, he he and he wasn't in the past when they were in the book. But he's on the team now, and there's another Phoenix on the team, and she's on the team, and she lost the, the ability of her legs, and they got a Professor X someone. But she also is depowered in the future, too. And she dies at one of the, uh, the, the final fights, because basically what hap- happens is... And they might read in Spider-Man 2099, the whole thing that's going on? No. No. Okay, so, so it's actually really good. So basically it's about... A celestial crashing on Earth and creating this Garden of Eden, and everybody's after it. And and Norman Osborn is still alive, and he's one of the main people. The Avengers show up, but the first Avengers team were all killed. So these new Avengers from the galact in the galactic Wakandan Empire are trying to help the X Men and help Spider Man to reclaim this land for mutants. It's really mm-hmm. interesting. It wasn't terrible. It was like six issues. It wasn't terrible. Like, it wasn't terrible at all. It actually ended, like, really good. But, it, like, they have all these other characters you see. Oh, and in the future, the Black Widow of the future is White Widow. Is, uh, old girl. Could make, uh, so, yeah, like, on a scale of Dark Ages to, um, Dark Steel, Dark Knights of Steel, how good is it? With Dark Knights uh, of Steel being the best version of an alt-world, uh, comic, Elseworlds comic you can do. I like Dark Ages, actually, though. It's like it's just as good as that. I love that for you. Was it this Spider-Man not 2099 Exodus? Is that what? Like, you're yeah, 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 yeah. Be fully naked. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because um, because like, because Spider-Man 2099 is, is not <laughs> nice. It's not because like Norman Osborn reads it. Well, you're not funny like Peter Parker was. And they, it's it's about like society. It, well, in the future. The, it's like villain. It's like villain ran by these black cars. Everybody has. It's kind of like it's. It's kind of like reading black. It's like it's like reading Batman Beyond. If you can read Batman Beyond, you can read that. 
Right. Okay. It was actually. I put really it on good. my um my pre order list. It was actually really good, but it, but like it does center the mutants. It does talk. The thing that's fucked up about it is Nate Gray isn't not Nate Gray. Um, Cable's in this future, and oh, Rogue's on the team too. Rogue is actually still alive, which is also very interesting. Um, and Rogue is more similar to her, um, Age of X identity legacy, where like she has all these mutant abilities within her body, she can pull at any time. Um, sync. Yeah, it's 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 actually really like the, the X Men book is really interesting, and you can see Crystalline, the black X Men character who was like that girl back in the day for me. Mm. Okay, I put it on my pre uh, my pre order list. Yeah, it, just, it, it just it just wrapped up. It was it actually ended really well. Like it was really good. I like the twenty ninety nine world. I wish the... they did more with Strange twenty ninety nine, the Sorcerer Supreme who. She, I guess she's white, but she she gives me Latina vibes, honestly. Uh, she's like the daughter of Doctor Strange, uh, and Clea, and like this is why I'm always pissed about like Benedict Cumberbatch is because they interpreted Strange as Latin, like Latino when they uh, drew her, and so her original mm-hmm. like look is like she has the headscarf, um, the hair pulled back, denim jacket, very much American Ch- America Chavez with a lot more street credit, mm. and like. She was giving like you know, Bay Area '90s, and now she's nowhere to be found. It's sad. Maybe hopefully they'll do magic from the uh, future era when Tempest went to the future, and you saw magic as Sorcerer Supreme, and she was like just you know very much yoga mama, <laughs> right? A thousand magic treasures and just walking around cracking jokes, training Tempest. I'm, a, I'm happy Magic's being a teacher. Yeah, I'm magic. happy. She has a lot of jobs. She's another one that has a lot of jobs on Krakoa. That does I mean, jobs Bishop. Yeah. <laughs> so nobody has as many jobs as Bishop and Storm and the Cuckoos. The girls are busy. <laughs> um, Wolverine. That's girls. <laughs> Wolverine. Um, I give Wolverine. I give it a I give it a ten. I give it a ten. At us, look how far we've come. Actually, no, look how far you've come, Wolverine. Nine point five. Right. It was actually a really good book this week. It was really good. I give good. it a nine point five. I think it's the merit of not enough Iraqi shit <laughs> that made me drop. Is I'm I'm gonna be honest because it's the Wolverine books. You lost the point because I would have preferred to see more about Araco. I know it's coming. I know we're probably going to get the next issue. Like, Soul Limb's going to be asked directly, like, so what happened between you and War's husband? And I feel like that's going to be the vulnerable moment that Soul Limb's going to be like, I loved him, and he didn't love me back. So he had to go. <laughs> it's going to be lots of gay shit. I love gay shit. Yeah, I, I, I just love uh, Solomon's character because, like, he's literally, like, out of the way of, of humanity and just, like, the world is ending. He's, like, his mind is like, oh, let's just fuck. To the, Listen, that's to the world. an orgy. And, like, I'm not going to save any of you. So, <laughs> good You're luck. Gonna... All of them died. He left. <laughs> right. So, I'm out. I'm going to find the Miramasa Blades and figure out some shit. Y'all be great. Don't die. Don't get blood on the carpet. And bri- who is this bitch? Bride 
Hellbride. The hands. Hellbride. Yeah. So she is, for what I got from the book, that she looks like she once looked like that that chick Karare uh, from um, Batman Beyond when I first saw her yes. months ago. Um, but she's the daughter of the guy who is the devil who runs the hand, and basically she wants revenge for killing for them killing her husband or fiance, whoever he was, um, which I barely remember, but remember. Um, and yeah, she wants war and it's so funny that putting Solemn and Wolverine back together again, because I think they both are great characters together. Like, like, like he's like the fun saber tooth without like, like he's like the fun gay saber tooth. Like he's like, Hey girl, Hey girlfriend. You're like, I see, I see you in your maid outfit on like you always do. Like he's like Jocelyn mm-hmm. and Mimi of the, of the <laughs> X-Men universe. I love... <laughs> I love them together, and then also the solemn book. is so sassy and he's yes he's, yes he's like sinister he's better Deadpool <laughs> yeah 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 he's Deadpool that's like likable tolerable yeah he's funny as shit to me like he's just like are you gonna give me the blades or nah hey daughter <laughs> hey girl you gonna we gonna fuck or not nah? or are we gonna fight we gonna fuck we gonna fuck we'll do one fight? or the other okay cool. One or the other, Sol- baby. Solomon is, is, is a 1980s sissy who grew up in ballroom who got hands. I love, I think he's funny as shit to me. I, but I, and also they use the artist from Death of Wolverine to do this book. So like the artwork is really good too, which is also the saving grace of everything. But the thing is really interesting when you look around at people that are like killed around him, you have Mora, you have, you even have uh, Phalanx Wolverine, you have Omega Red, you have Gene Gutt as a headless Wolverine. I'm the headless um, uh, Sabretooth. You have like a lot of dead people. But like, I think judging Wolverine is kind of like, like Wolverine said, like he goes through his own hell about the stuff that he's done. So you judging him is really inconsequential. Mm-hmm. But like the judging the mutants that have lived lifetimes is kind of like, you think they're not sitting in all their misdeeds? These are the ones who are at least emotionally intelligent. Mm-hmm. I love the book. Um, That's I, why it's this whole thing. I like that they brought in the judging aspect because mm-hmm. I think what Ivy X was missing and like it overall misconstrued about a the AVX situation and why that mm-hmm. was okay um, was a like humans aren't a good parallel. And it will never be, even if you you invent discrimination like one era before, so that they can be replaceable. So you try to replace the mutants. The mm-hmm. Eternals, by nature, aren't pretending to be discriminated against. Mm-hmm. They're actively a culture who is very similar. It's like they're the talented tenth. They're the um, model minority that right. the mutants aspire to be. In fact, they're even worse because they know they're above humans. Right. And then they have all these mutant parallels down to the fact that their telepath, the telepathic culture is very similar. Um, you kind of can't compare, like, you know, Black Americans as mutants to Asian Americans, which are the Eternals. Mm-hmm. Not trying to dem- not that in this podcast we're demonizing Asian people. No, we're not. But I think the thing is that, like, they deal with the model minority and they also... Like they and then, but I think once they get on the other side of this and people find out that, like, you know, 
I don't want to get too complicated and keep my mouth shut. No, I think the the aspect, the root of what you're like discussing is Black Americans don't have a place we can really quote unquote return to, right? Because of ethnic erasure. Whereas even within the model minority and the difficulties that Asian Americans have had in integrating into American yes. culture, there mm-hmm. was still that idea, and like history reflects it that like they can draw on strength from their motherlands and like their source countries to support themselves still here. And then they use that to kind of buffer. Like the um, Chinese Americans moving into San Francisco, like as difficult as it was, they were also able to pull resources back from China and lobby them here. Um, And so that's exactly what you see in the Eternals. And like, even if this whole situation was to go left, the 100 Eternals, actually, I'm sorry, 101 Eternals that exist um, still have superior power. They don't have to save humans. They could honestly kill every human on this planet if they so choose. They had resurrection first. They have their theological technology. They have all the privileges they need. And yet they still saw the mutants coming up and went, no, because that's a threat to us. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think this issue of Wolverine would be better if they also tied in. The Eternals don't really have a Wolverine figure. Like, that's the one thing they lack. Well, is that, is it Gilgamesh. Not, not sort of. Gilgamesh is uh, kind of. Or sort of. Uh, Kong, Kingo. Kingo, yeah. And um, um, Jack of Jack of Knives. Jack of Knives yeah. is more of a not even Deadpool. That's like a Domino. Mm-hmm. Or a Calypso. It's like Jack of Knives. Actually, I'm gonna put Jack of Knives in their own little area because that's a little. That's like a Maverick situation. Um. Kango is too comedic. I'll put them with Deadpool. Gilgamesh takes his shit too seriously. And so to me, that's more of the Wolverine is Gilgamesh. I'm really glad that the X-Men is starting to become a much more queer a more queer book than anything because like and also that they don't display explicitly gay or lesbian characters. Everybody's kind of pan or either bi. Yeah. It's like <laughs> they just don't think what... much about it. <laughs> it's just like if I want to fuck, like you know, Colossus, I'm gonna fuck Colossus, or like hope he wants to fuck me. I don't know which book it was, but somebody's book at some point recently said like, oh, they have a lot of sex. Oh, it was Deadpool uh, <laughs> last last time in um, X Force about like how much sex happens for Krakoa. It's like Deadpool fucks with them. Like a he's lot. an Avenger. So I would much rather be with the X Men though, and they'll let me. <laughs> So right. they are. They announced a Deadpool book will now be part of the um, X Office. Yeah, I saw so that. we're looking forward to that. And I, is it a is it Alyssa Wong? Is that who's writing it? Is that her name? I. I it's an Asian lady. That's all I know. I my, let me find my preview book from for the because uh, I saw it in my preview book and I was like, oh, there's another Deadpool book coming, which I am indifferent because he's like I hate him more than I hate Wolverine. Mm-hmm. There's because there's a new there's a new, new extreme X Men book coming out too. Yeah, there's so many good yeah. things happening in comics. Yeah, thank you, comics, for giving us like you know will to live. Alyssa <laughs> Wong, you're right. You're right. It's, it's Alyssa Wong. But okay. I will say, unfortunately, they are also doing um, Rob Liefeld um, uh, variant cover. I don't know who my, that is. My dick just got I soft don't know again. Who that is, Henry? This this is the whatever the opposite of foreplay is, 
torture. That's what it is. That's what I like to hear his name. Yeah, like, like yeah. Rob Liefeld is, is the teeth on your dick. <laughs> Not even like a delicate one. Like, because sometimes a little bit of a teeth action, if they know what they're doing. No. No, I know you disagree never. with no, this. I no. know you disagree with nope. this. I'm not. I don't mean nope. you, Showtime, baby. I'm so sorry. Nope. I'm so sorry. This is me cupping your face. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> but you know, some people. Not, it's not even pain play, really. Like you know how some people say, like I like like nails a little bit, like not hard, but like you know, just the grazing of a nail. He's if someone just said fuck that and cut you with a razor. So then, like, Extreme X-Men is happening after the end of the original Extreme X-Men book. I don't know how I feel about that. I I don't actually want any sense of would be okay if it didn't happen. Yeah, I'm I'm, I, I don't know. I, like, I, I will say this is a sidebar to our other conversation going on. I'm really tired of staying at the X-Men and doing right now, but then all these, like, backstories, like, these filler stories. Like, it's really giving... You're just trying to take my money for no reason. I'm not really... Yeah. And it's so bad because, like, the book is going to be done by Salvador LaRocca, and I love his work on Extreme X-Men. I wonder if we're going to get to see Lifeguard. Ooh! We're going to get Lifeguard and Slipstream again. That's why I'm tuning Damn in. Because, <laughs> you know, the writer I am not the biggest fan of. <laughs> Damn it. Damn Even it. though I literally have his entire collection sitting right here next to me. Damn it, damn it. I might have to get it. Fuck. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> damn you, Marvel. Damn you. Know, sometimes we can't have what we want. Sometimes we can't have what we want. And that's okay. Faggotry. Homosexuality. Um, so, yeah, I think that's all the books we had to cover this week. No, we made we it through. No. Oh, New Mutants. Oh, shit. Why did I forget about them girls? Um, Because, sorry, that was was more shade than it needed to be. Okay, so the New Mutants. How are we feeling? We need to to hurry up uh, because Steven's fleet is starting to wear off. Um, (laughs) No, I wasn't invited. I, I, I... I might have some place to be, but I don't ever rush through this. Oh, I, 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 got, I, got dick to, I got dick to get. Oh. Dick will oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> I got to go see Bay after this. Bay. You mean you're not going to hear this, probably. It's great. Um, Bay fucks me good. And. <laughs> Listen, that's all I want for you. All right. That's all I, I want. I love for that you. for you. He's, I love that for he's, you. It's he's, fantastic. He's the genesis to my apocalypse. Oh. I'm not good enough. I mean, oh, Jesus. Jesus. I keep thinking about that moment. They even remind me about that moment, that beautiful thing. Oh. Apocalypse. Apocalypse is such a black man in love. <laughs> he said, yes, he's I like, wasn't yeah, good enough way. for her. Yeah. Oh so God. <laughs> that, that see, Apocalypse would be a simp on uh, TikTok. <laughs> they said, my love. Right. It's like you know, that whole monologue that happened in like the old guard. I think this, the movie's called the Old Guard. Uh, well, old dude is in love, like the, the gay relationship, the two gay immortals on Ogard, and like, he like literally starts breaking out to soliloquies whenever he just starts thinking about how much he loves his man. Apocalypse mm-hmm. does that shit. Uh, yes, 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 yes. He was like, "You don't, you haven't lived the years to really understand the way I love him." 
He said, fires and oceans have crashed and burned, and nothing compares to what I feel for this man. And you want to sell you that with base homophobia? It was great. Uh, I would have fucked him. Yeah. The white man don't deserve mm-hmm. you, but okay. you chose him anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the new mutants, how are we rating these motherfuckers? Um, um I give I give it a I give it an eight. And it because it resonated. I give it an eight. Eight point five, definitely. I give it an eight. Six point five. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm going to be, I'm just going to be honest here. Okay, friend. I don't give enough of a fuck about any of these characters. Okay. For any of this to have mattered to me. Not even Scout. She matters to me when, like, she's not surrounded by characters who don't mean anything to me. Okay. Um. Like, Scout is cute when she's with the other young New Mutants that are in the New Mutants book. But, like, when she's with um akiro and warpath it's like okay uh love that for y'all i and then she wasn't even in most of the book she's out being naughty it felt like a filler filler issue to me and i i was i was okay not i mean yeah it was a one shot yeah, I mean, I, cause I, it, it's the bridge to the next issue. So I kind of figured out that like they, they're trying to sew some things up before they get to this like 40th anniversary book, which is next issue. Um, but I liked it because it was about like, I have siblings. So like having siblings and being, I, being Scout and being Warpath as being the youngest siblings and what that experience is like. Um, and the guilt that older siblings have um, resonated between between me and a sister, one of my sisters and I. One of my sisters and I have one of my sisters and I have had a very strange relationship for a very long time, and we resolved a lot of it years ago. But there were years that we did not talk. Um, there were years I didn't even go to her house. Um, I won't disclose on the podcast what happened between her and I, but um, there were a lot of things that went on, um, stuff that had nothing to do with me, stuff that did have stuff to do with me, um, and me being caught in a crossfire of all these things. So I understand Dawkins' guilt about not being able to protect Scout um, and wanting to be her protector now. However, I think that, like, Warpath being being an older being being an aged older version of being a younger sibling and what that is and the guilt that we feel as younger siblings it's just it, it was it was a great it was a great once again the 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 new mutants provide nuance just the artwork was tacky <laughs> I can't I think that's the I whole like point them. of the book at this point is that we'll never give you a good art moment you will always get great storytelling. <laughs> oh, it was. It's um, like, can we give, can we give Vita like a good artist? Yes. All crazy enough was written by Danny Lord. Danny unfollowed me on um, Twitter. I don't know why. They unfollowed. I got tired of seeing things about Dick. I don't know, but I, but the, the thing that was so the thing that was so weird about it is that me and Danny connected over Transformers, which is very rare for me to connect with someone over Transformers online. Even right. though, even though Showtime, I thank you for this friend. 
But like 20 people sent me that Optimus Prime video within like, like it was like every hour that video was coming to my DM. <laughs> and I was just like, and, and me being gracious because a lot of people don't know that I'm a Transformer nerd, if anything. No one ever remembers that. So when people remember that to me, that just like meant the world to me. So like I was grateful every time, but it was so funny because like for like 24 hours that kept getting that fucking video. It was hilarious. I mean, even like my mom and my sister sent it to me. It was so funny. Um, but Danny and I connected over Transformers, and sh- and they also write for IDW, which is about to end their their contract with Transformers, and they're finishing up the Shattered Glass series. But Danny unfollowed me, and I do not know why. I, I don't care. But the, the the bad part about it is too that Danny's also a New Yorker too, so it would have been nice to meet them and have a conversation. But I don't know what I could have said that was problematic or offensive because I don't show my like genitals on my on my account anymore. I've done that in like God knows when. <laughs> I, I mean, and I and I and I'm usually not saying anything misogynistic or transphobic or anything against non-binary people, but I also understand too that like if you say something that appears transphobic or or anti whatever someone's identity is. Those those people usually sit in the same communities, and somebody probably I, I probably said something to someone years ago, and, and they were probably like, "Oh, don't talk to them. They're transphobic or they're anti whatever. I don't know, but I I don't care either though because I just don't. No, I, it's not that important to me. But I find it really interesting that that I missed the memo or something happened. I don't care. But it's just like mm-hmm. Danny is a it must as I don't care. Danny is a phenomenal writer. Danny's also writing um, Team Justice Multiversity uh, on DC. Danny is out here getting the check. I'm so happy for Danny. Even though, Danny, you don't follow me anymore. I don't know what happened. It's fine. It be like that sometimes. Some people you can't be mutual with. Like, I'm really cool with Giannis, who runs the Rolls Win Count. We don't follow each other anymore. Um, and it's mostly just because, like, I I felt like I followed them because I was trying to distance myself from my ex-Twitter a lot more. Because X World or New Girls are fucking insane sometimes and it's too yeah. much. Um, and especially certain crowds in there that I was having issues with at the time. Like mm-hmm. also like people, the little faces accounts with less than hundred followers, they they crowd around Giannis's account. So any interaction, mm-hmm. they will buzz in. Um mm-hmm. and like we just mm-hmm. stopped following each other. Like and it was just mutual. And like when I was ready to come back with X Twitter, we just didn't re up. But Giannis still DMs me. We still talk to each other. We talked. About, I was in Montreal. I thought like we, I would have gone and visit him, but he's like I'm out of town for this whole thing that he does in his personal life, his real life. Yeah. Um, but there's all love between me and Giannis. Um, yeah. He's still yeah. asking me for the next issue of my Storm spec script that I wrote uh, because he liked it, and that's big. To me, that's very big uh, that he enjoyed it because he don't enjoy anything if it's not right about Storm. So, yeah, but sometimes you just have love at a distance. Yeah. Um, and if you re- meet in real life, it might be a completely different story. Uh, but that's the benefit of having multiple lives. Yeah, X lives I, of Henry. Yeah, I really, I really want, I really want Danny to do well. Danny is like, Danny is everywhere now. Every book that I pick up, I mostly read. Danny is writing the book. It's really weird. I really want Danny well. I don't know what happened between them and I, but you know, crotch is in the bucket. Fuck it. 
Um, you can always ask. Like, People always do that shit. Like, just act like you don't care. If you if you know you want to know, like, what happened, should, sometimes should, it's as simple as, like, going, like, oh, I didn't even notice that, like, I unfollowed you. I have several people who did that because there was a oh. bug. Like, literally, a bunch of other people were like, I unfollowed oh, a bunch yeah. of people. I didn't even notice it. I unfollowed a whole bunch of people that I did not purposefully unfollow and was like, um, and see, why, do I, why am I not following them? Refollow, whatever. And, yeah, see, like, for me, it's like, if I, if I, it always happens that, like, I'll, I have like a sixth sense. I don't know what it is about that. Every time like I'm talking to someone in communication, somebody like, Henry, go see if they're still following you. And bam, they're not following me. So I just unfollow. I don't block because I don't think anything happened between them and I, but, um, and, and if, 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 and if someone, and the Twitter's like, like ghost unfollowing people for me, I really don't give a shit. I, I, it's like, I really don't care, but it's just like, it was just strange. It's always strange when people you've not had beef with unfollow you. It's always strange mm-hmm. for me. However, I don't care because what people eat don't make me shit. I'm still going to be that girl. It doesn't Legit. matter. Cause I, cause they're like, why, why cry about spilled milk when I got a cow in the backyard? Sometimes it's also like you being in community with people that they don't fuck with. Yeah. Like I've been noticing that a lot more as I've gotten more close with people. Weirdly like, enough, from a... fucking TikTok, and they're going, like, oh, you're cool with such and such person. You're cool right. with the person with the do-rag, the doctor do-rag. And I'm like, you don't know these people. I don't really know these people, but I'm also not caring enough about whatever social media thing you're doing right now for me to give a fuck. Yes. You all right? But yeah, um, we need to end the show. Because <laughs> we got we gotta gossip. We gotta Thank go. you guys gossip. so much for stopping <laughs> by gossip. with us. Where are our yeah, recommendations yeah. for this week? <laughs> um Batman Batman Beyond Neo Year is actually really fucking good. I, I think it just ended. I think. I'm not sure. But it's basically a future uh it's it's Batman Beyond further in the future and Bruce Wayne is dead and he is trying to save Gotham because somebody else is trying to take over Wayne Powers. It's really fucking good. And uh, Wonder Girl Annual is really good as well. I really hate that we're not getting Esquisitas on a regular basis anymore. Um, so next week we have X-Men Red, number six. Judgment Day, number four. Um, and we may or may not cover this on the uh, the show, but a... I will be reading it at least. Midnight Suns number one is coming out. Um, I'm still reading I Am Batman just because John Ridley really he bring he brightens my day. Um, yeah. Oh um, my god! Oh my god! And it's also this book. So like the guy that I'm that I'm seeing right now lives in this like luxury apartment building in um, Best Buy. And and their neighbors leave like stuff out that they don't want. And this dude left out two graphic novels of this book called Descender, and it's by Image Comics. I and mean, it's about this like really like it's like the Star Wars futuristic situation with robots, and it's great. It's if you like like sci-fi shit, and I usually don't like sci-fi shit. Oh, it's about this. It's it's great. It's great. Sorry, Stephen. Oh. I don't, I don't have you know any books I'm to recommend right now. Um, Dark Knights of Steel has my attention right now. They just released mm-hmm. Dark Knights of Steel. Just did like a, basically uh, a bunch of collections of like the main characters when they were younger, and like you know, uh, there's a lot of little mini adventures, like how Batman of the Dark Knights of Steel met the Robins, um, or how uh, he had reacted to the revolutionaries trying to end the Kent uh, line. And trying to reinstate the Waynes as the ruling family, things like that. Not enough black people in it, but you know it was good. 
I am rereading all of the Magneto solo books. So the oh. one by Colin Bunn, which is amazing. It's really fucking good. Um, I'm going to go back and read uh, Magneto, Not a Hero, and then Magneto Testament. I don't know why I'm on this kick of reading Magneto solo books right now, but I am. I love that. All right. We'll see you niggas next week. Faggots. <laughs>